What's going on, everybody? My name is Kyle Richards with Abstract Sports, and welcome to today's edition of One Take. Today, I'm going to be talking about a little bit of LeBron James' uh, legacy, but also uh, a bit of the NBA Finals re-rematch that we're going to be seeing uh, come June 1st. Um, you know, today is a little bit different. You know, last time I, I was able to have the nice microphone with the nice headset in front of my computer and everything, but I did tell you guys that these moments were going to catch me in the weirdest places, and right now I'm just about to go into the gym, and, you know, it's super late. Like, right now it's about 11 p.m. where I'm at, uh, so it's kind of crazy, and I couldn't find any good lighting while I was at home, so I'm like, screw it. I'm going to go to the gym, and maybe the, the lights outside in the parking lot will have something. So it's a little ominous, but trust me, it's, it's, I, know that, I know the quality is, is not, not ideal, but the whole point of the One Take series is that it's going to catch me in moments where I just got to get stuff off my chest. So here I am in the dark, a little bit of light on the face, <laughs> and uh, we're going to go for it. So first I want to talk about LeBron's legacy. So, you know, he just made it to, to the NBA Finals. He surpassed the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals tonight. Uh, they beat them in uh, a 4-1 to one series. Celtics won one game, surprisingly. It kind of caught everybody off guard. Uh, but really LeBron sort of, he played normal throughout the entire series, except for the one game that they lost against the Celtics where he shot four for 11, had like 11 points or something like that. Uh, apparently he was lethargic. Some teammates said that he had a little bug going on. Um, that could have contributed to that. But nonetheless, they still make it to the NBA Finals going against the, the Golden State Warriors again. Um, before we get to that matchup, there's been a lot of talk around you know, LeBron chasing his ghost of Michael Jordan. He's mentioned it before in the media where he says he's chasing the ghost in Chicago. And that's the whole point of our category in, on Abstract Sports blog um, call, uh, of, of chasing the ghost. I feel like everybody has a ghost that they're chasing in their life, whether it's uh, in sports or like in your, in your particular field of choice. You know, I'm a web designer. I try to do certain things that make me the best designer I can be. Um, and I feel like everybody in their professional field does the same thing. So, um, but in LeBron's case where he's chasing the ghost, you know, tonight he surpassed Michael Jordan, the goat, you know, the goat, quote unquote, the goat, <laughs> um, for the most points scored in postseason history. So LeBron is now the top of that list. He is currently the age of 32. Um, but the, the weird thing is, is you know, he came out of high school, so he's, he has four years on Michael Jordan in terms of age at that point in his career. Um, but he hit, he passed Michael Jordan for the number one spot in playoff points scored uh, after playing. This is LeBron's 14th season. MJ played 15 seasons. Um, so that kind of gives you a little bit of a gauge. But then again, Michael Jordan also scored that many points in his postseason career in like 172 games, 175, it's somewhere in there. Again, this is a bit unscripted. I don't have all the numbers, but I know that LeBron, it took him over 200 games, pretty sure, pretty sure it took him over 200 games in the playoffs to surpass Michael Jordan. And you know, 30 games, let's say 30 games difference. If you're averaging 30 points a game, even 20 points a game, that's a big difference right there in points. So, you know, it's it's kind of crazy that he passed Michael Jordan already because, you know, you think about Kobe, who came out of high school at 18, played till he was 40. LeBron still has eight more years to play 
What if he made the playoffs the next eight years? Could you imagine? I mean, he's probably going to fall off in his older age and all that, but kind of like Kobe did. Kobe had the, the injuries, but you, you, it kind of makes you wonder, like, is that if, if he does make the playoffs several years in his last handful, is that record going to be broken? That's going to be a high number, I feel like. If he's breaking that record at 32, holy cow, man, that's insane. Um, but let's let's just to make a little comparison, and this is sort of uh, leading into that article that I've been wanting to write for a long time where I talk about how uh, there is never going to be a greatest player of all time. Um, and I'll, going into that a little bit, Scottie Pippen did make a point where he said that you can't really comp- compare LeBron James to Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. People in the media have been comparing LeBron to, to Kobe lately about, uh, you know, whether he's surpassed Kobe's legacy or not. And Scottie Pippen came out and said, I don't feel like you can compare him to Kobe or MJ. They play different positions in different eras, um, you know, slightly different eras, I guess. MJ was a totally different era. Um, and so he's like, I don't feel like you can compare those guys. But he's like, you know, I think LeBron fits more of a Magic Johnson type character. And if you look at the numbers, it kind of makes sense because LeBron assists way more than Kobe and MJ ever did, where Kobe and MJ were like natural scorers. Every time that they got the ball, they were trying to score the ball. LeBron, he scores a lot, but he also is looking to pass. He's also looking to help his teammates out. He's a big time team player. Um, and you know, that's a, a very important thing. It's just crazy that he only has three championships at this point. So going into that, uh, LeBron, you know, comparing his legacy to Michael Jordan's, he's got three finals appearances. Uh, well, well no, that's not true. No, no, no. Hold up. Hold up. He's got three championships and in each of the championships he's won, he won the finals MVP. Um, I'm pretty sure he's been in the finals more than three times. I should have written that one down. I mean, I know this is a little bit unscripted, but I had to get some numbers. Um, but you know, MJ, he was in six finals and he won all six of them. If I, if I I hope I'm correct. Um, but also in every six of those NBA finals, he was the finals MVP. And, you know, if you look at the, the Golden State Warriors a couple of years ago when they won the championship in 2015, you know, everybody would be thinking, like, Steph Curry's going to be the the finals MVP uh, just by thinking of the numbers throughout the season where he's shot, he had, like, 420 made three-pointers. Oh, some, somebody's got their headlights pointing at me. Oh, man, talk about unscripted. Oh, this is weird. Um, you know, you would think Steph Curry would be the MVP in that situation, but that's not the case. It was Andre Iguodala who got it. So... They have like a, a real deep team if a different guy is stepping up to win that that type of award. So I don't know that that's just one thing. But then you look at like the the regular season MVPs. Um, let's see, LeBron had he has he has four regular season MVPs. MJ has five. So you know he's a little bit behind MJ, but again he is 32. He has several years to go and. You know, there's a lot of LeBron haters out there, and I know I'm going to probably catch some flack for this video, but, man, he, you got to respect the guy. He's a he's on a different level in terms of an athlete, and when you try to compare him to the greats, he's sort of on a, in a class of his own. There's never been a guy of his size. I mean, I mean, if you, if you can think of a guy of his size that has his athleticism and the skill depth that he has and the variety of ways that he can score – Please let me know in the comments. Like I'm super interested to hear. I would like to have love to have a discussion. Um, but like, 
there, I don't, I can't think of a guy who's had in a similar position as him, you know, uh, his size being as led as athletic as he is and as successful as he has been with the teams he's been with. Um, it's pretty miraculous to see. And so with that in mind, you know, we're going into the NBA finals beginning of June. Oh my gosh, man. I'm so excited. Like I am giddy right now about how excited I am for this matchup. And speaking of a matchup, this is the first time ever in NBA history we've seen an NBA Finals re-rematch. That means, you know, two teams, three years in a row, matching up in the NBA Finals. And I looked it up. I went to Wikipedia, and I looked at all the different teams. And I, I caught a lot of twos in there where, like, you know, Celtics and Lakers, they went against each other. There was a rematch several times between some teams. Even the Knicks were in there. Spurs were in there, Celtics were in there, obviously. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. But we've never seen a re-rematch in the NBA Finals, which is one thing I'm extremely looking forward to. And so some of the drama surrounding that uh, recently, uh, Tyron Liu came out and said that the Celtics are harder to guard than the Warriors because they have they have a lot more variety in their plays uh, whereas the Warriors are like run and gun, kind of quick pace. You know, that's pretty much all they are. Um, and and then Mike Brown comes back and he's like, he's got his opinion. That's cute. And, you know, some people think like, oh, that's just being cocky. That's being arrogant. But it's like, I don't know. I, I think that that's kind of great banter for the NBA Finals going into it. You know, like. That, that happened before the, the win happened tonight against the Celtics. They, the, the Cavs just got the win tonight uh, in a hefty fashion by like 30-something points. Um, but going into this series, there's a big talk about the rivalry between the Cavaliers and the Warriors, and I've mentioned this in the podcast before. But some, uh, one way the, that a lot of NBA uh, former NBA players will define a rivalry is um, that the teams that people want to watch and the teams that people want to watch right now are the Warriors Cavs. Why do you think that that game was put on Christmas day? I mean, come on Uh, side note, those uniforms and the typography on those uniforms fire, man, they were fire. I kind of want to get one of each uniform just so I can be like typography is on point guys. You're killing it. NBA marketing team. Good job. Uh, (laughs) Well, you know, different team marketing teams, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, I mean, two years in a row, they faced off in the finals. The first year, the Warriors kind of like, they, they beat them down. They got that championship and it was well-deserved. The second year, the Warriors blew the 3-1 lead that we all know about. They had 73 wins that season. It was like the one that everybody's like, oh my gosh, the Warriors are going to roll over these guys. And that didn't happen. The Warriors or the the Cavaliers come back and beat them with a three-one deficit against them, and even more history was told in that upside down right there, uh, giving Cleveland the first championship in its history. I'm pretty sure, and it, it you know it was huge, especially for LeBron and his legacy. Bringing that championship to Cleveland was a monster of an of, a, of an accomplishment. You cannot disrespect that, but. In that second finals matchup, you know, things got a bit heated when when the Warriors started to find out that the, the Cavs are coming for him, you know. Curry got all pissed off, threw his, threw his piece, threw his mouthpiece at a fan, 
got ejected, all kinds of drama. And so this it's almost like this entire season is built up to this point where uh, we've all been expecting it's going to be Cavs-Warriors, Cavs-Warriors. And then the only bump in the road in the playoffs was the Cavs losing the one game to the Celtics. Uh, Warriors sweeping everybody in the playoffs for the first time um, since the early 2000s when the Lakers, Shaq, Kobe era, era did it. So we've all been like anticipating this moment. We've all known that the Warriors-Cavs are going to be here. And now the time is here. And I cannot be more excited. The only weird part is that the opening night of the NBA Finals is my mom's birthday. So I'm going to have to like plan a birthday party for my mom. All while being like, hey, can we have the TV on so we can be watching the game? So I'm sure she'll understand. But, you know, that's going to be an interesting, interesting little dynamic there. But anyways, guys, I'm super excited for the NBA Finals this year. The first ever NBA re-rematch. Please drop your comments below. Let me know what you think about what I'm talking about today. It went a little bit longer than I anticipated. Please correct me on anything if I'm wrong. And I'd love to have a discussion on anything that I've talked about today. Uh, That's kind of the whole point. I don't want it to be any negativity. I don't want it to be like, oh, you're dumb because you don't know the facts. Look, I, I have no numbers in front of me besides some of LeBron's final stats and uh, and numbers and stuff like that. So please uh, give this video a like. Subscribe to the channel if you enjoy this stuff. Uh, but look forward to more of this, especially throughout the finals. Man, I'm excited. Um, I'll, I'll uh, talk to you guys later. Be sure to tune into the, the podcast that happens on Wednesdays, uh, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Go to facebook.com slash abstract sports.